You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. You can download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms, Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, too. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Not of the Scribe. It's not going to be too change of tune with the way that we release this every once in a while it'll be a little bit later than what we had been trying to aim for recording at 10 but the reason for today it's not any of our fault because the day jobs that we have require us to go update everyone on the massive news that hit not only just the college basketball world but the sports world today and it's not an april fool's joke i repeat i'm sure you've already heard about it but it's not an april fool's joke roy williams is retiring as north carolina's head basketball coach Very, very interesting to see that this would happen for Roy to retire after the season that they had, at least getting to the tournament, losing in the first round, though, the first time that's ever happened in Roy's career. You see the transfers and all of the shakeups that we were expecting for this college basketball program. And (laughs) you talk about a big shakeup here. I don't think anyone was expecting this move, but the guy is one of the best college basketball coaches of all time, over 900 wins three NCAA championships, all with North Carolina appearances, including one with Kansas as well. Nine final fours, I believe, between the two programs. Awesome, awesome career for Roy Williams. And it's over. It's over. Not an April Fool's joke, not a pretty shocking as we were about to record that news rolls in and you say, oh, my God, Roy Williams is retiring. And I say, nada. dude it's it's four one don't take it seriously and you were like no everyone on twitter i'm not walker i'm not i I, i'm not getting fooled everyone is saying this is not an april fool's joke and then i had to go update everyone with the sports center updates and re-enter some stuff so here you go man pretty crazy not of uh what kind of sports news we got today look at this point like the crazy part is I went and read the entire press release because I, I wanted to make sure because I knew it was April Fool's. I read the entire press release just to make sure that this was like this was not I, we weren't being prank, pranked. We weren't being April Fool. This, that and the third. Also, it also helps that OG David Walker is going to be on tomorrow because he can right. t- help help like b- make this a bigger thing. And we can talk talk with him about it tomorrow. But this is wild, Walker. Um my yeah. first thought to this is like, and for those of us that are listening that aren't from the Carolinas, um, don't really follow college basketball, more of a pro pro approach. Um, I would honestly tell you this is like having like a state senator retire because yeah, man, uh, yeah, like this is this is one of those situations where the highest paid state employee is going to retire. And there were signs. And when you start looking back on everything, the kissing the floor mattered. The kissing the floor on senior night mattered. Some of the comments mattered. And it's just wild. And then also was really funny as I'm looking down my Twitter timeline, like ESPN PR is um, announcing that Dick Vitale signed an extension on the day that Roy Williams 
<laughs> no way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, like that that like that's the kind of irony we're having right here. And Roy like and Jonathan Jones, friend of the show, who's been on the show before a long time, long, long time ago. I was about but, to say, not with me. Man, that is going way back. Yeah, but um the one thing I do remember again, one thing he said is Roy and this is so true. Roy is absolutely going to apologize and do some folksy homespun apology about announcing his retirement on April Fool's Day. <laughs> like, you know it's right. coming. Like, oh, dadgummit. Again, I, I hate to have you guys come up here on dadgum April Fool's Day, this, that, and the third. But, like, you got to think, like, with all the jump man ties between the Hornets and the UNC program, with literally just, like, all the time, again, the great, again, the owner went to North Carolina. This is a massive day regardless of who you are like in North Carolina today, this Mm -hmm. like, and I hate to quote somebody else, but Michael Graff of Axio Charlotte put it the best way. North Carolina is taking the rest of the day off because Roy Williams is retiring because he's done that much. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's insane, man. It's insane to see that Roy Williams is announcing his retirement just because, you know, I think that we weren't expecting it to happen with all the other changes that were coming with, with the basketball program, but you are right. Like this is something you can kind of look back on and think, okay, yeah, you mentioned the kissing of the floor when everybody was like, well, you know, that, that means something else. It doesn't seem like he is going to retire for sure. And then you see all of the guys that were transferring out of the program. And then you could see how that would make sense because if Roy Williams is gone, we have no clue who's going to be the predecessor of Roy Williams, Wes Miller, Hubert Davis, maybe a Steve Robinson. Do you go outside of the family? Like there are so many other conversations to be had right now, but Roy Williams retiring. You are so right. Like North Carolina is taking the rest of the day off because of how massive this is. This can only really be matched as far as this type of sports news impacting people outside of sports to some degree it's coach k deciding to retire as well and those those two would be the biggest storylines roy 70 years old we know that he suffered from vertigo for a while so i you know who knows how much that has to do with it um and and we know that roy uh has i guess made some like there were some signs that we've talked about but you're right there are definite links to the tar heel basketball program and the charlotte hornets roy williams would wear the jays pretty frequently (laughs) uh i mean it's it's crazy it's crazy that we we will change a massive chapter in north carolina basketball after today after April yeah. Fools in 2021, there is a massive difference of a chapter in Carolina basketball, just the pure state of North Carolina basketball, not just the basketball program there in Chapel Hill. All right. Well, look, I know it was a whole segment, but it's just it's massive stuff. So I thought you, we would you talk will deal. about it a little exactly. bit. Exactly. People yeah. will deal. People will be uh, OK with it. We'll get we'll get to the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I promise coming up um, on the other side of the break. I do want to talk to you guys about a new podcast that's extremely intriguing. I'm sure you guys are going to be interested in. I'm excited to tell you about a new pod. I think you're really going to love called Death at the Wing. It's a sports documentary podcast hosted by Adam McKay, the writer and the director of The Big Short, Vice, and Anchorman. 1980s basketball saw players like Magic Johnson and Dr. J becoming household names, bringing a faster and flashier style of play that captivated TV audiences. But along the way to uh, to wealth and stardom, the excess of the 80s took its toll 
toll on the next generation of basketball. And never in the history of any sport have we seen so many who were ready to become stars face tragic deaths in such a short time frame. McKay is joined by sports journalists, uh, journalists and experts who lived through these moments in history to explore this overlooked phenomenon and the web of social, political, and cultural forces at play. It's extremely interesting. I already caught a clip of this. We all know about the Benji documentary that was done uh-huh. by 30 thir- for 30 for ESPN. There's another story told in podcast form by Adam McKay about this as well, where he talks to the shooter, Billy Moore, and you hear some audio from them once again very weird time and also extremely intriguing go check this out if you love the last dance or 30 for 30 i think you are going to love death at the wing search for death at the wing again death at the wing wherever you get your podcast to start listening the charlotte hornets they play the brooklyn nets tonight is there a chance we talk about that next on the locked on hornets pod this is locked on hornets I said, oh, oh, hell yeah. Just giving that confirmation of how awesome this is going to be. You tweeted at me. You're going to be singing the chorus to Billie Jean if you ain't careful. <laughs> and Again, I point to the lie. Yes, I you're well, yeah, you're right. This goes back to our first conversation. There's a yes, lot of babies does. being had exactly. out there. Goodness gracious. <laughs> unexpected exactly. ones. Point ones to that the lie. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. And Bet Online AG is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they're all in full swing. So Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds, and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts promo code locked on i'm going to do one more promotion here make sure you check out locked on tar heels today as well because of the big news i believe candace cooper our yeah awesome Candice Cooper, yeah, again, Candice Cooper, um, actually really, really good follow on Twitter as well. So she, I'm, I'm, I have no doubt she's going to put together a banger for today. So uh, again, <laughs> I know, wow, I know. it's today. so, today's I mean, it, this is just what it is. North Carolina basketball being what it is, the state. Um, seeing this kind of news drop. It's absolutely insane. Candace Cooper, she's the best at Locked on Heels. You can go check that out. She's going to have this covered as well. Let's talk about the Charlotte Hornets today, Nada. After all, we are the uh, Locked on Hornets podcast. They play the Brooklyn Nets tonight. And I'll tell you this. So TNT, okay, nationally televised game. We're going to get to see the Hornets play. And even without LaMelo Ball, we all thought that that would be the last part of the Hornets actually being intriguing on a national stage. Well, since he's been down, the Hornets have gone four and one with their only loss coming in overtime against the second best team in the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns. So they're going to be playing the Brooklyn Nets tonight. Hornets are 24 and 22. They hold fourth place in the Eastern Conference and not a James Harden might not give it a go. 
The Nets played last night against the Houston Rockets. They were down big early by 18. And of course, they come back. Houston's no good this season. It's just how it is. And the Nets find a way to win. But James Harden went down with a hamstring injury. He's day-to-day as it's listed currently. So he might not go. We know Kevin Durant's not suiting up for them right now. So a three-point favorite is all Brooklyn is listed at right now. Are you telling me there's a chance, Nada, that the Hornets could win against Brooklyn like they did earlier this season when you uh, beat Brooklyn um, in a surprise way? Well, here's the thing. Are we? Tell, it, there's a chance, but I would also say at this point, what, again, what Gordon Hayward am I getting? If I'm getting the Gordon Hayward that took a flamethrower to that to that Brooklyn team the first time, yeah, they got a chance. But at home, like, I am going to be one. You know what? I've been wrong before. I have said this team. You are so scared to navigate the record prediction territory after you laughed at me a couple of times. <laughs> yes, you know what? But here's the, the thing is, uh, I would rather be wrong true. and be surprised than be then be wrong and be disappointed mm-hmm. in my and have my faith ruined in them. So, um I don't think they're going I don't think I have a shot to win. I will probably be wrong and people on Twitter will probably point this out. Oh well. Uh, again, it's not like I have an ego or anything right now. So therefore, no, uh, I, yeah, I think I, they I do think they for sure. I mean, especially if James Harden doesn't suit up, though. I mean, I think that's what we're all looking at here. Of course, you're going to go with Brooklyn if James Harden is going to play because that guy has been an MVP candidate ever since he's put on a Brooklyn uniform. But you go back to that game at the beginning of the season. It was the third contest that the Charlotte Hornets had played, and they lost two games to start the season against the Cavs, and they were awful <laughs> in their season debut. And then they lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who aren't exactly the greatest basketball team right now of course surprise that was the old charlotte hornets they beat brooklyn when they had kevin durant he scored 29 in that game they had kyrie irving he scored 25 and you could say they're a different basketball team and that's for sure joe harris scored 13 in that one too but they also had karis lavert and jared allen in that one and they're no longer on the team so you don't have james harden possibly you only have kyrie irving Yeah, Nada, I think that there is a chance, especially with the way that the Hornets can score. We've seen them have good offensive outputs. We'll see if they're able to do that again. I think there's a shot, and what a great way to steal one if James Harden is indeed down. And also, it's the second night of a back-to-back. They did beat Houston. They did have to actually put some effort in that game because they fell down early. Steve Nash has talked about them coming out flat. We could see maybe that happen again. I think there's a shot. I think there's a shot that Charlotte can win. I'm glad that you feel good about this game because I don't like I, I really like I can't get a pulse on this on this game because this feels like one of those games like I th- this feels like one of those games where the butt like you're waiting for the other shoe to drop and I don't know what that other shoe is right now. I don't know whether that's Harden actually playing. I don't know if that's Durant playing or or better yet. I'm not sure if that's the Blake Griffin decides to throw it back because he's actually looked pretty decent in limited minutes like i uh, there's a part of me that really thinks that this this team while they've gotten a whole bunch of misfit toys on the buyout market this team kind of hits all the weakness all the pressure points of a charlotte hornets team that can't rebound and sometimes really really can't defend at this point so i do kind of worry that this is kind of the game that will remind you hey 
this team, while a great story, isn't um, ready to hang Defensively, with Charlotte has been playing better even ever since LaMelo went down. So only 100 points, excuse me, 97 points allowed to San Antonio, 97 allowed to Houston, which is, you know, it's Houston. 105 allowed to Miami, 90, uh, 101 allowed to Phoenix in overtime, and 104 allowed to Washington. They are uh, f- um, holding teams to really the century mark or below and not allowing them to get too past that. Their defense has been a lot better recently. Here's some things I want to look at tonight. One, you mentioned Gordon Hayward. I want to see him put a string of t- games together. Like I, I, Even after this one, I want Gordon Hayward to continue to be more aggressive. And that was an impressive stat line that he put against Washington. Over 20 points, second leading score, just one point shy of Terry Rozier, but also was big on the boards and even was moving the ball, getting six assists. So I want Gordon Hayward. He doesn't have to do the triple double threat type thing. I really just want to see him. If if he hovers around five assists, then fine. That is that's more than fine. But I want to see him be aggressive. Double digit field goal attempts. Get over the 20 point mark. We need that from Gordon, especially in a game like this. Same thing from Terry. You need 20 from him. And also if Malik Monk comes back, I hope that injury didn't throw him off of any rhythm that he had in that game against Miami. And then, you know, what, what he was able to do against Houston and Miami. Hopefully he's able to come back and pick up where he left off. Yeah, absolutely. I think you absolutely, if you're going to win, you, you need great games from everybody. And maybe we get another poster jam from Terry out of this, even though at this point, just because we're a week out right now, I need somebody other than Terry Rozier to step up so that <laughs> we can right. give this Michelob player yeah. the week award to somebody yeah. else. Please, somebody, anyone, Gordon, Malik, Devante, PJ, we'll take it from you yeah. because you've been scuffling too. Miles, somebody. Please wrestle the Michelob Player of the Week award away <laughs> from somebody else. Please. We, that's all I'm asking. Um, yeah, I don't PJ, think I'm asking too PJ too Washington right is interesting too, man. It's just, man, it's been just so up and down for him this year that the shot has not been there. Certainly the last three games, it goes three of eight, zero oh of seven, the, the Phoenix game, which has just got awful offensively. And also Washington, he's only two of five, hadn't scored more than eight points in any of those contests. And before that, he had 10 and 12 and still wasn't a good field goal percentage from San Antonio. I want PJ to put a good string of games together too. And he can do that. We've seen that from him. We, we've seen it a couple of different stints, but I, I, you're hoping a little bit more consistency from PJ. Hopefully that can get um, uh, maybe sprung tonight. Maybe he can hit that launching pad tonight real quickly before we go to the last segment of the day. It's built bar madness time. We don't have too many more updates on this. It is the championship nada, and you already know what it is. Cookie dough chunk really? on the left side, coconut brownie chunk on the right. We knew Coconut Brownie Chunk was going to make the finals. Cookie Dough Chunk, it is a chunky matchup if I've ever seen one. We all know what we're going with, Nada. I'm asking you this. Is there a chance? Do you think that there is any possibility whatsoever that Cookie Dough Chunk can possibly be a part of the greatest upset in March Madness, Built Bar Madness history? If it is, then we need to just, whoever votes for Cookie Dough Chunk over Coconut Brownie Chunk, <laughs> they need to be stoned. <laughs> oh, you went there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's no, a no. sin. It's a sin oh, yeah, to I do did. that. Yeah, I did. It's a sin. It's a sin. It's absolutely sin. And right before Good Friday, you're going to do this sin? Oh, no, 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 no. This is Coconut Brownie Chunk's 
just this is their tournament to lose. They're Gonzaga. They're that 76 Indiana team. They're that dominant. There's nothing better. Why are we pretending that there was something better? No, I I want it'll be like the D Wade dunking at the dunk uh, dunk judging. He should have his vote revoked <laughs> for the rest of time. Yeah, that's where we're at. You if you vote for peanut if you vote for cookie dough chunk. You need your vote okay. revoked. All right. Well, there you go. Nada is Period. putting his foot down. It should be coconut brownie chunk that takes the championship. But make your voice hurt. Don't don't take your word. Don't be scared of Nada. Don't don't be fearful of Nada. You can vote for whoever you want. One hundred percent chocolate on all of these bars that are low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting as well. Go to builtbar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember to use that promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and the championship and who will become the best tasting protein bar out there. It is April Fool's Day. We're going to go back and relive some of the most foolish moments in Charlotte basketball history. That's coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed, and I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. The last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked on NBA draft pod. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. You can subscribe today and follow Locked on NBA draft. All right, Nada, because it's April Fool's most foolish moments in Charlotte history. I want to get one out of the way because I feel like we love this moment all too much. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. Yeah. But Tyrus Thomas yes. getting shoved in the locker <laughs> by Paul Silas has to be one of the biggest full moments on the part of Tyrus Thomas in Charlotte basketball history. And I feel like we remind people of that at least once a month. Yeah, no, no, we have to because we just got to remember that that was a 70, 70 something year old man shoving a 20 something year old Tyrus Thomas into a locker like he was his own son. Yes, it's funny. Yes, yeah. we need to remind everybody of this monthly because it's one of those things you just have to laugh about because otherwise you forget the fact that the the Charlotte Bobcats at the time were paying him $8 million a year to get punked by his own coach. <laughs> it's one of the better moments, one of the more foolish moments in Charlotte history for sure. The one when I thought of this idea, there was one that immediately came to mind above all else. And it has to be the GIF and the video of Gerald Henderson throwing an errant pass and hitting the woman looking at her phone with a basketball. And when you look at that face, that thing is smushed. And the slow motion video of that still is still internet famous. It's one of the better things that Gerald Henderson is known for, for that errant pass out of bounds. And I'm glad that happened uh, because it is one of the better videos out there. So that's another moment that I thought of. Not. No, no, it's absolutely one of the better videos. I, I just like Gerald, because if I'm not mistaken, Gerald Henderson did it twice. It was just that one. I think she was caught on the fo- on her phone looking down or something like that, not paying attention and just getting absolutely crushed by an errant pass, but I believe that um 
I, I really do believe that that happened. I, I think that happened twice with Gerald Henderson. He, he got, is that right? Hard. I think it did too. I think, uh, yeah, I, I forget about the other video. Maybe we can look that up or leave it to the listeners. Um, another one I thought of is another somewhat internet famous GIF. It's Kimball Walker thinking he made the shot giving us a little shimmy and it rims out <laughs> the shot that he thought actually dropped. It actually rims out. So that was one of the more foolish moments, uh, a benign one, yeah, but still benign. pretty hilarious. I, I, um, you brought up one that wasn't so benign uh, purple, purple shirt, shirt guy. guy, which you know what? I can say this now. I can laugh at that guy. Now I can laugh at it. You know why? Because they drafted LaMelo outside of that. I probably would not be able to laugh at that. Otherwise, like that was, for me, at least, that was going to be the hard one. That was going to be the difficult one to like not be like, I can laugh at that now. I can yeah. let it go. So now you're at I, peace with yeah, that I'm one. I'm at peace. I don't know if anyone else yeah. is, but I'm at peace personally. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know if anybody else is either, but uh, yeah, at least with a brighter future with our own star, it is a lot easier to look back on that and laugh and not necessarily be all that angry about it anymore. And the last one, it's all encompassing, but just all of the draft lottery mistakes, the it, nothing that the Charlotte Hornets or the Bobcats could help, but not getting Anthony Davis, you could help, I guess the seven and 59 season that they had. And so that's certainly one of the bigger fool moments of all time in Charlotte basketball history, but a lot of lottery mistakes and certainly just the, the luck that is supposed to come with the lottery it only hit us this past season so that's more of a sad one <laughs> that's more of the sad history that is within this franchise but those are some of the foolish moments feel free to try to uh come up with some of the foolish moments that you can think of and quote tweet us tweet at us not ascribe at walker mail we can read them tomorrow as well and give you a recap of april fools that wraps up this edition of locked on hornets thanks again to built bar for supporting the show make sure you guys go vote for that matchup and also thanks to locker room um the audio platform where you can interact with other locked on hosts across the podcast network tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on nba or hollinger and duncan really any episode on the uh, the network we can see you tomorrow we'll talk about that game against the brooklyn nets and uh, see if they have a chance tonight see how they perform again we'll see you tomorrow have a good rest of your day